here we are. Episode 83 of The Brian Oak Show, recorded in the Smart Start MN studio here in scenic and historic South Minneapolis. You know what? Just for reference, because I think it's important as we get ever closer to this, what's going to be one of the stupidest and most unusual and surreal elections in, well, modern memory, maybe in the history of this young republic. Um <laughs> I mean, it's certainly going to be unlike any other, and it's going to be contentious and weird and as surreal as it's been so far. It's going to get more surreal. Let's not forget that our studio is located a mere 10 blocks south of the place where George Floyd was murdered, as in I can't breathe. And South Minneapolis is rife with history. Minnesota is rife with incredible history. And coming up in just a bit here, we'll introduce today's guest, who is easily one of the most recognizable names in Minnesota music. And he's got an amazing actual live music event coming up in the not-too-distant future. Think about that. By the way, hello, Sean. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good, man. But think about that. Live music, but socially distanced from the comfort of your car, but an incredible lineup that spans the course of 12 days. Kind of excited to talk about this. And the thought of getting out to see live music in any form is kind of exciting to me. I can't wait. It's um, And it's going to be in a beautiful location. It's a really cool lineup. So we'll talk about that more in just a minute. Um, speaking of uh, George Floyd, did you see in the last week what Dolly Parton had to say about the Black Lives Matter movement? No, I did not. She came out 110% full, mathematically impossible, but still, because she's Dolly Parton, she's allowed to bend the laws of space and time. She came out in full support of the Black Lives Matter movement, and she said, what are we worried about? Our lily white asses? I mean, like, she understood understands that you know when you come from a place of privilege it is as as though Del Dolly Parton could get any more awesome than she already was just knowing that she's she's absolutely right there um I'm surprised she didn't say lily white bosoms <laughs> I think that she was trying to be inclusive oh I see and okay, not gender okay. specific I got gotcha. you although right. some of us our age are actually starting to develop proper bosoms so um <laughs> yeah I'm Brian Oak that is Sean Bernard it is the Brian Oak show and it's good to be back it is a gorgeous Tuesday morning here in the Twin Cities and just ahead we are going to be talking to Mick Sterling he is behind the relief session summer concert series which is coming up on Thursday August 27th through September 7th Labor Day so basically the days that normally we would have the state fair which a lot of people are down downtrodden about favorite state fair food John? pork chop on a stick yeah Yes. Really? And they're not, so I've never had one, but I'm working across the street from that place. I've had to yeah. smell them for hours at a time. Oh, yeah. But the line is always freakishly long. And I'm also kind of a medium guy when it comes to pork chops anyway. Aren't, are they dry or do they actually taste good? Uh, I've, I've had them both ways. Okay. <laughs> there's somebody over, overcooks them. Right. Um, I like a nice juicy pork, pork chop, but not enough to give you. You know, get you sick. I un- <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Although some of them look pretty massive coming off there, and they yes. do a steady business. So I feel bad for people like that. Martha's Cookies, et cetera, et cetera. For me, it's Prano Pups. I know it may not be very inventive or very dangerous, but it's been my <laughs> it's been my, my pr- tradition forever. I've gone to the State Fair every year of my life except for, well, this year. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not at all, 10 being, oh, man. How bummed out are you about not having a State Fair this year? I'm not a big fan. What? I'm really not. Okay, what's I'm weird? Sorry. What I, I love the music. I, I will go there to see music. Yeah, and then I will leave. Um, but I, for me, it's I just get profoundly disappointed with humanity every time I'm there. Well, but <laughs> just I mean, looking around at people going. Wow. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> and, and, and it was already the place where the shuffle, like people just sort of, you know, moseying along <laughs> no. like zombies. But now you add phones into the mix and triple wide strollers. Yes. It's, it's pretty untenable there. There's no question <laughs> about that. But, but it is, um, I am going to miss it because I've been there every year. Some years I worked there, you know, nine of the 11 days. And I will say that the magic goes out pretty quickly after about day two or three. Oh, when you, yeah, when you and I both in, in radio, I used uh-huh. to have to bring clients there oh, yeah. and I would go there several days just to go see the shows uh-huh. but I did get to see Brandy Carlisle uh, that was the first time I'd ever seen her oh, outdoors at the fair on a day just like today and it was I think it was a free show right oh, did you see at the Liney Lodge uh, no, this was at the a, grandstand. This was at the grandstand, oh, it was? but okay. it was right. it was magnificent. Yeah, no, she an incredible live performer. Well, live music is going to be the primary subject of what we talk about here on episode eighty three, and coming up on this relief sessions summer concert series put on by organized by legendary Mick Sterling has got an incredible lineup, a classic and newer, and a bunch of people that we know. And there's going to be portions of the day where the music is free. You can move in with your car. Well, we'll talk more about the event coming up in just a bit, but right here. 
here. I want to hear some classic Minnesota music, a band that will be playing during the 12 days of music, food, and art coming up. Well, beginning in just a couple days here on Thursday, August 27th, legendary Minnesota music from the Flamin' O's on The Brian Oak Show. An absolute staple of classic Minnesota music right there from the Flamin' O's. I remember romance. It's the Brian Oak Show. And before we get to our featured guest, who's going to tell us more about the upcoming event where the Flamin' O's will be playing on Sunday, September 6th, live, outside, out of doors, a chance to enjoy some live music on the weekend, but completely safely socially distanced. Mick Sterling will join us just ahead. But first, a quick reminder, the Brian Oak Show is made possible by our good friends, Ed and Mike, over at Smart Start MN. Smart Start is the Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What that means in a nutshell is if you get in trouble have a DUI, or someone you know, friend, family, etc. They can get you back on the road sooner than you otherwise might be by installing the ignition interlock, which is essentially a breathalyzer that says, okay, you screwed up, but you're sober right now, so it's okay to drive. Yeah, and it allows you to get to work and, and take your kids to highlight lessons exactly. or whatever else they're into these Boom, days. Bo- I hear boomerangs are totally coming back in <laughs> 2021. Are? They go there and they come back. You see so what I did there? I see yeah. what you did. You're wow. welcome. I know. Wow. Hey, look, you man. had a month. I, you had a month to think of new material. 
That, that, was, my, that was my A stuff. <laughs> I said, wow. That was my A stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're in trouble. Uh, just go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show for 20% off the uh, installation of the ignition interlock system. As long as I've been going to shows, there is a name in Minnesota music that I have heard. Uh, for 40 years, our guest today has been part of the Minnesota music scene, obviously playing well outside of Minnesota as well. But it's hard for me to think of the staples of Minnesota music without thinking of the name Mick Sterling. And Mick Sterling joins us right now. Mick, how are you this morning? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, yeah. it's very nice to have you here. Now, before, you. before we talk about this event, uh, the relief sessions that are coming up here, 12 Days of Outdoor Music, um, I always like to, on the rare chance that maybe someone's not familiar with the Mick Sterling story, I like to find out about a little bit about each of our guests. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm from here. I'm from the Twin Cities. I okay. started performing in 1980. I don't want to gloss over the earliest part because yeah. now, so you, you grew up here. I did. You're a Minnesota boy. And at what point does the music bug bite Mick Sterling? Oh, five. Yeah? Yeah. Just like listening to music, playing music? Listening to music, you know, being able to sing Monkeys, Elton, Ray Charles. Ray Charles wow. was like the earliest um, songs I heard as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so both my parents were in the, you know, service industry, so they had a lot of, you know, music hanging around. So there was a lot of that. But really, Ray Charles, Elton, Springsteen, Van Morrison, those are Southside Johnny, big influences. Well, anybody who's seen you, uh, you know, in the limitless number of combinations you've played in, but specifically, yeah. it was Mick Sterling and the Stud Brothers. Yes, that's where, the one that made the impact. Yeah, sure. where you cut your teeth and really yeah. got to be known as a Minnesota staple. Mm-hmm. So when's the first time when you're, you know, growing up or a young man or young adult that you step behind the mic and you're like, this is what I'm going to do with the rest, the rest of my life? You know, I, I, I was doing kind of part-time bands for in the early 80s, and I moved to St. Louis I got an opportunity to be in a full-time band there. And I really drove down there knowing nobody. And mm-hmm. um, and that was really, and for about the first six months, the band barely worked. And then we started working, you know, 27, 28 nights a month, one-nighters, wow. rehearsing. We'd write original material, we'd rehearse the original material. We'd do it that night. We'd set up and tear down all the lights and the sound. Back in those days, did bands you, had did- sound and lights that you had to set up and tear down. Did you so, love it, or or did it did it start to wear on you? No, I loved it because it it, it taught me how to write, and, and it got my vocals strong. So when I came back to Minneapolis um, in '87, I was ready. I, I I couldn't have done Mick Sterling and the Stud Brothers without St. Louis. That built me up to do that type of a band where you're doing those, you know, three hours of those heavy heavy R and B songs. And to sing all the songs. So it it built my vocal muscle up for sure. Right. Well, obviously a very successful musician over the years. But you then turned that success into more philanthropic efforts. Uh, You know, you have foundations and you have organizations. And, you know, most notably, I would say the the relief sessions are not the relief sessions, but there's an organization that you have, Mick Sterling Presents, that... um, it's it's kind of crazy just how many people you've helped with your organization. What's the name of the organization? Well, it's called the Thirty Days Foundation. There we so go. you know when you and I met each other back in the in the nineties, mm-hmm. we did Heart and Soul, which was a a, a big music benefit for uh, this place called Camp Heartland. Now it's called One Heartland. Right. Back when HIV and AIDS were a real problem in the nineties, mm-hmm. you know, for kids. But the Thirty Days Foundation has been around since twenty eleven, and it, it it was an interesting. Um, development how it happened i i just i produced a, a concert event in 2010 in excelsior it was called by the bay music festival it was just a music festival i just wanted to do it um but everyone was asking me who's it for because they were used to me doing heart and soul and it, it wasn't for anybody it was just a concert right and then i started thinking well i should try and find a sponsor i find a, a charity and i was looking around for charities and within about two weeks all of these Things were starting to happen to people that I knew, family members, people that I knew. These one, these unforeseen things. You know, spouse got laid off, spouse got sick, serpentine bell broke, somebody can't pay their rent. That kind, all those things that you just can't plan for, they just happen. And there was no source to to help people with that. And I thought, well, that's that's an interesting charity. What if you could do that? Not help everything, but that one thing. And there really wasn't anything out there unless you belong to a 
church, maybe they would do it, but not across the board. Anybody in the state of Minnesota could ask for help no matter what the economic level is. And that was the beginning of the 30 Days Foundation. Now, it says here that you have, I mean, so this this goes down as a one-time payment to help people who suddenly find themselves in an unforeseen yes. financial dire straits. Yep. And it says here that by this year in the third quarter, you're going to surpass 100,000 requests filled. We have, we, uh, just like three months ago. Man, that's wild. It, it's, it's crazy. It, it really is. It's It adds, you know, for, for about two years, we were doing, we were serving food at Dorothy Day Center. So we were doing about 300 uh, people every Tuesday and every Thursday. Um, so, you know, those numbers include that, but it takes a lot to feed 300 people I, I per, say. per day, too. So it's, but, you know, it, it's, it's really interesting, Brian, because I knew that I had something with 30 Days. The first, I announced 30 Days Foundation on MySpace, you know, that's when that when that was a thing, I was going to say on Friendster. I, I know, I know <laughs> what you mean. Right, right. On Ask Jeeves, it was you know, you know, so, nice. The original email address was on AOL.com. So right. but, yeah. but you know, I Ask I, I, <laughs> I put it out there, and and I just started it. I had maybe four hundred dollars, and a woman emailed, a messaged me, and said, and asked for the the full amount, which you, you could ask for, was fifteen hundred dollars. And it was an itemized list of the things that came to $1,500. And it was, um, I didn't have it. And so she messaged me on the list was a, um, a list for a Sprint phone bill for $78.94. And so I called Sprint because she gave the information, paid the bill. And this was the first person we helped. So I called her. I said, you know, like I'm talking to you. I said, I, I can't. We can't take care of all of this. We just started, but we paid your sprint phone bill. I, I hope that helps. And she starts sobbing. Mm. I mean, like child, like sobbing. Mm-hmm. And after she kind of composed herself, she said, I can't tell anybody. I'm so embarrassed. I can't even pay my phone bill. I can't tell my family. I can't tell my friends. I can't tell anybody. And, you know, we talked for about a half an hour. And I, when I, we hung up, I went, well, isn't that surprisingly beautiful? You know, it's, that's not a lot of money. $78.94 is not a lot of money. But at that particular moment, for that particular person, it was the difference between, it just changed the trajectory. Everything. Mm-hmm. Now, now at least she may have eight other problems, but problem number four, which was her phone, is now taken care of. That's a huge thing. It's a huge thing for the individual. Yeah. It's also wonderful to be involved in that kind of work, as I'm sure I don't need to tell it's you. It's amazing. To watch these tiny impacts, because I found that most people who fall on hard times, the vast majority of them, it is, I'm not going to say through no fault of their own, but I'm going to say these are decent. These are hardworking people. These are people that are trying, and circumstance has moved in place to thwart them. And when you've got someone that you can fall back on, you know, I mean, you you get to avoid that, as, you, as she said. She didn't have anyone she could tell. She was too ashamed about it and she needed help and the 30-day foundation was there. Well, you know, we I, we did Dorothy Day Center for two years and on one of the last times that we were there, um, I looked out of the, at the at the people there and, and a lot of the people, you, they're just going to be homeless forever. They're, there's, they're too far gone. It just, that that is a fact. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate, but it is a fact. Right. And everybody has a different reason why they wound up at Dorothy Day Center or at Mary's Place or whatever. Everybody has a different reason. But the common denominator out of all of all those people, of every homeless person, something happened. The first thing happened. Something happened. Could be financial. Could be whatever. But what if that first thing didn't turn into the 15th thing and it only turned into the third thing? What if you could stop it earlier? What if you didn't get evicted? What if your car didn't get repossessed that month? That's the difference. If and, and 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 by doing this now for as long as I have, I really think that is a viable, workable solution to lessen homelessness. Stop trying to fix things when it's impossible to fix and try and stop it that early because people don't want to be in debt. It's not how people are built. They want to pay their bills. They want to take care of their family. You know, but when you get when you get into double digits of of awful, 
There's no way you can come back from that. I don't care how much self-esteem or gumption you have. It's impossible to expect that person to dig themselves out of that when you are that far in the hole. It's impossible. And so the goal is to get there earlier. And it's get so there earlier. If people want to get involved, if they want to know the kind of events they can do, if they want to contribute or whatever the case may be, I know they can go to com, and right across the top there we can read about you, the shows that are coming up, but also the 30 Days Foundation right. has its own tab right there at the top. It does, yeah. And you can find out more and follow links there to get involved and to contribute to helping Minnesota. I mean, I think that that's something that we've found, you know, in the wake of George Floyd and in, as everyone loves to say these unprecedented times there has been uh, a level of help and you get to see what minnesotans are made of and yeah there might be a little bit of that minnesota nice thing going on in the sense that we're a little passive aggressive on the regular but overall i have seen overwhelming examples of people very much like this doing the right thing and helping their neighbor during these hard times i I think and I, i think one of the you know i call this the head nodding moment for the 30 days foundation when we say that all the donations, they don't go to the person, they only go to the service provider right. and needs payment, that's a huge thing. And I, di- I didn't set it up like that because I don't trust that person. I set it up that way because, let, you know, one of the examples during that time frame when I was looking for um, a charity was my serpentine belt broke in my car. Mm-hmm. Now that's like 250 bucks. Mm-hmm. I didn't have 250 bucks at that time. So what if you said, Brian, hey, Mick, I heard you're, your serpentine broke, broke uh, I can borrow you 250 bucks on Friday. Well, what if on Tuesday my water heater breaks? Now, I know I'm getting 250 bucks from my friend Brian, mm-hmm. but now I have to make a decision. Do I use the 250 for my car or do I use the 250 for the water heater? Either way, you're stuck with the same problem. Right. If you take that equation out of it, I think it's easier for the person being helped and it's easier for the person donating knowing that it's, it's going to take care of something. Right. You know, that's, so I, I like that element of 30 days. As a, as a person who grew up in poverty, uh, there's always something that kind of sends people over the edge yeah. too. So you're right. There's a list of things that are going on and there's something that can be the breaking point, but to, oh, yeah. to provide one source of relief, I love the phone idea because if that person's looking for work, there's a way to contact them. Uh, they can reach out to family and friends just for support. Um, but there can be a breaking point with people. Well, and you know, one of the one of the phrases that we use is it's not the amount, it's the timing of the yeah. amount. Even a seventy five dollar XL energy bill being paid. It just psychologically makes you go Okay. That's well, done. One, now, one now, less now thing. I can, now yeah, one less thing. I, I can take care of this and, and now I I can address these other things now that this is done. And I was just very surprised that I it seems like such a simple thing, but I, there really isn't anything of this idea where anybody from the, you know, from the state of Minnesota can ask for help no matter what your economic level is because everybody gets in trouble sometimes. I mean, <laughs> my friend Peter Gurton, who I do a bunch of these shows, oh, yeah. you know, we live together. You know, I can't even look at Tombstone Pizza or Buttock <laughs> Turkey without gagging. That's all we ate. Was he the Brave New Workshop? Yeah. He's a Brave yeah. New Workshop yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, that's all. We were so broke. All we eaten was, was that crap. <laughs> I can't even look at it. <laughs> I, like, oh. I guess I should send a text home and say, uh, why don't we grab something other than Tombstone Pizza tonight? Hey, for his Heggies. Oh, Heggies. Oh, I, I like Heggies. Oh, man. The number of nights that I use <laughs> oh, Heggies yeah, to kind of slow my roll. Absolutely. Burn the time. hell out of the roof of your mouth. Because <laughs> you can't wait. All yeah, of a sudden, exactly. once you get in your head, you're like, I've got to eat that. Captain Crunch of pizza. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> nice. Mick Sterling is our guest, and he has helped put together. Mick Sterling presents at the 30 Days Foundation are bringing you the Relief Session Summer Concert Series. We're going to talk. We're going to devote the rest of the show to that Great. series. But before we do, I don't like to go too long in the show before we hear a little music. So you still write and perform a lot. In fact, I last year, I, I mean, in case people think you're slowing down and simply becoming a sort of philanthropist yeah. uh, strictly, um, you still tour and perform constantly. You did, what, 170? Seventy some dates last year? Uh, not not one hundred and seven. Well, actually, you know, it's probably probably very close to that. There, I, I do. I lead and produce about thirty five different bands. Okay, that do you know different like Cocker and Springsteen and Van Morrison mm-hmm. and right. you know all kinds of stuff. Groups that moved me. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not dressing up like anybody. They're really more. I I like that they're honoring. We're honoring those mm-hmm. those artists, but they have to be people that really moved me. And so when I, I do, like, we do an Elton John show, 
me and Peter and mm. it's from 1970 to 1976. Excellent. Those, yeah, that period. And you know, we do the King Must Die and Skyline Pigeon and mm. Empty Sky. Those really deep things that you wouldn't normally think would be in a show like that. But I think people that dig Elton go, "Oh my God, you're doing Amarina mm. right now. Oh my God, you're doing." Have mercy on the criminal. Nobody does that, you know. Well, and I think that's that, what I like about these shows. For people who are not familiar with the repertoire and the the uh, performance stylings of Mick Sterling, when you tackle these things, I mean, you're not picking lightweights. These are all heavyweight performers with very distinctive styles yeah. and, frankly, fairly demanding vocal ranges. Oh yeah. I mean, so it's a good thing that you worked up your chops in St. Louis because <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna bite chunks off of that sandwich, yeah. that's a, no, that, I mean, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's a big uh, big deli sandwich right there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing it a long time yeah. at a high level. The 30 Day Thank Foundation you. is amazing. We are going to talk about this summer concert series Great. just ahead. But first, some of your music. Tell me why you p- picked this song in particular, Soul of a Woman. And tell me a little bit about your relationship with Kevin Bow. Well, actually, you know, Kevin and I were in a band. Uh, really, one of my favorite albums I ever did was called Doing It for the People. It was a combination of Kevin Kevin Bow's band, the Akima Prophets, mm-hmm. and three of my guys from my band. And we just, we did, uh, used to be called the, the Bean and Wine Cafe. Now it's a 318 we had like a Reese's peanut butter cup moment <laughs> in that room where they, they played and then we joined them and we, literally we were looking at each other going, what the hell just happened here? It was so huge. Wow. And so we created this band and from that Kevin and I became great friends and, and you know, we both kind of the same sarcastic sense of humor. <laughs> and, uh, and so on, on New Year's day in 1999, we wrote both of these songs uh, at his house and then we recorded the record uh, later that year but both of these songs I'm really proud of I, I felt like lyrically and musically it just it was a good turning point for me I feel real real proud of both of these songs well let's hear one by yeah. Mick Sterling right now this is called Soul of a Woman on the yep. Brian Oak Show Salvation to the damned. It took the touch of a woman to make me who I am. It took the power of a woman to give me everything I had. To believe A way to understand But it took the soul Of that same woman To break the heart Of this man
on the Brian Oak Show, Soul of a Woman. Now, before we mention our sponsors and before we get to the details on the Relief Session Summer Concert Series, when it comes, Mick, to writing a song for you, I know that you've done lots of covers and do lots of tributes, but when it comes to making your own music, is songwriting, is it one of those things where you just opened yourself up and you get a message from some other cosmic location, or or is it much more kind of Frankensteining pieces together? Does songwriting come easy, or is it an arduous process for you? I I have to have a goal. Like like that song and all the songs that I wrote before that of, you know, multiple CDs, I would say most of them were written before seven in the morning. Really? Uh, I would wake up because, you know, when you have kids, you know, your body clock changes and that was the time that I could write lyrics. And so I would just force myself, look at an empty screen and go, "I, I need to write something. And some of it would suck, but then eventually it would all kind of work itself out. But for me, I, I need... It's not something that I, I draw on a piece of paper and put in a, you know, in a, in a closet and get revisited. I, <laughs> I need to, like, I want to do a record by August. I need to start writing in February. That's how I work. But everybody works differently. Well, we'll talk more yeah. to Mick Sterling here in just a moment about this upcoming concert series. By the way, some of it would suck maybe the new subtitle for The Brian Oak Show. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 feel like, I feel like maybe we should have that hanging over the door, maybe translated. It's a, it's a, it's a comfortable disclaimer. Just in, in, <laughs> into Latin or something like that. Some of it will suck. I would just let people know on their way in. It is The Brian Oak Show, and it is supported in part by the good people over on Busters. Busters on 28th Avenue in southeast Minneapolis is very, very nearby to Lake Hiawatha. It's right in the heart of my neighborhood where I live, and they do an incredible job. Not only are they sponsors for The Brian Oak Show, and continue to be during the COVID era where, uh, let's just say, it's sort of an uphill slog for a lot of restaurants, bars, businesses of all stripe, but they have managed to stay open. They are doing a nice, robust curbside business. You can now still sit on the patio, and um, and they do really, really good food. And if you enjoy the beer and wine, they've got a fairly amazing selection going on there that they pride themselves on. And they do good work. They're part of the community. I want places like that to survive whatever this weirdness is that we're going through right now. Yeah, I think if you want places like this to survive, you have to go patronize them. So if yep. you if you can afford it, find a way to get over there. Or just, you know, if you're afraid to be in a building at this point, just uh, go online. Now you can go to busterson28th.com mm-hmm. and they... Uh, do online ordering. You no longer have to sit on the phone to do your order. So you can do that. You can do curbside to go and bring it home to the family. As I as I say, hey, kids, dad's cooking tonight. <laughs> and then I stop by and, and get whatever it is. Right. And I bring home I the like most that. amazing yeah, Cubano. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the, and I know we talk about the Cubano a lot but because the, they have an amazing menu that really, you, you owe it to yourself to at least go look at it. But that Cubano is bulletproof, <laughs> so man. It really it's is. so damn good. It's a, it's a must-have. So somebody in the family has to have the Cubano. But everything else is great, too. Like, my yeah. wife loves their sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. Um, their burgers are stellar. 
Taylor, I have a son who eats three things total. I think one of them is Heggie's Pizza, uh, you know, burgers, and I think mac God and cheese. Right. And he's going to be, he's going to college in a year. I'm like, what the hell? It'll be just two. Right. Yeah, it'll, it'll be just two at that point. down to two, but, but maybe get him one of those little hot pots for his room. Ramen, <laughs> yeah. or, ramen's got everything you need. Starch and salt, baby. But luckily, they have significantly more over at Buster's. Buster'sOn28th.com is their website. And when you swing by, as cheesy as it may sound, tell them that you heard about them on the Brian Oak Show because then they continue their sponsorship, we continue doing the shows, and uh, and everybody's happy. Speaking of Dad's Night to Cook, Dad, uh, Sean Bernard, my business partner, producer, and friend, is also one of the sponsors of this show because your your side hustle, you know, your, your thing you're doing on the side is your realty work. You are a realtor for Edina Realty. I thought this was my side hustle. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, it, it, well, get back to me in November, okay? Get back to <laughs> yeah, we'll, me in November. We'll see about that. But yeah, if you're if you or somebody you know is looking to buy or sell, uh, I'm a no pressure guy. I love to. I'm a nerd about the the research. I love to do the homework, uh, and I love to help you get into a home. I met with a friend yesterday, and he's like, "So what's the difference between you and everybody else?" I said, "Well, besides the fact that I'm overweight." No, I said, I said the difference between me and everybody else. That makes you like everybody. It else, does. I said, it? Yeah. who doesn't like the cuddly teddy bear type? You know. <laughs> no, but I said, I said, I, I'm not a money pig, and I just said that straight up to him. I'm just not. It's not worth it to me to sell you some house that is not worth the money, and then three weeks later have you call up and scream at me. I, I don't care to do that. I, I, I just value my life and my time too much, and my friendships and my relationships at this age too much to put you into a bad house or, or not get the right price for your current home. There's too much going on right now. And I, I just consider myself to be an ethical realtor. The next thing he said to me was how much, how screwed over he got by another realtor. And I just said, I'm so sorry you had that experience. Um, I just try to be as ethical and as honest as I can. And, and I will make recommendations. You don't always have to take them, but I will make them based on the research and doing my homework. So 612 859 2594. You can give me a call. That number is also text worthy. And when the warming house is back around, I will be donating to the warming house as I always have. I also give people a one year membership for two to that great little nonprofit music venue over on 40th Bryant and 40th and Bryant in South Minneapolis. We're talking to Mick Sterling right now on the Brian Oak Show. And Mick Sterling, obviously a musician for decades here in the upper Midwest, Minnesota specifically. Also, Mick Sterling Presents is who he is for all of his production and putting on shows and his own shows. But he also has the 30 Day Foundation, 30 Days Foundation, which we've already talked about. And together, Mick Sterling Presents and the 30 Days Foundation are bringing you something called the Relief Sessions Summer Concert Series. This is billed as 12 days of music, food, and arts and crafts, a vehicle for music and for charity i can only imagine you know, because as a guy who loves to go to as many shows as possible yeah. this has been a really <clears throat> stupid time i hate not seeing live music and you know i, I don't mind watching it online you know our next sure. guest is going to be mark malman he's got a cool event coming yes. up on friday night where he's doing the music of bowie and that'll be fun to see mm-hmm. but i'd much rather watch it in the confines of a sweaty turf club or something yeah. like that yeah. than sit at home and watch it on my computer but i can only imagine for someone who gigs as often as you do who who live music is literally part of who you are a big part of who you are what it's been like during this time to not get out and play as often as you're used to yeah well you know the last show i did was Mm mid-march and then the and i didn't perform again until early june which which was the longest i'd ever not performed in Mm -hmm. some capacity um so that was difficult i i I missed i missed everybody i missed my band members Mm -hmm. i missed the audience i missed doing what you know, I've just been doing my whole adult life. So that, that was difficult during that time. You know, I, I created, it was, was kind of the, you know, the beginning of this idea, I did a, a viral thing called the relief sessions and the relief sessions was a viral thing where we would do uh, four different viral shows, like 20 minute shows in a two hour period. And we worked with QC TV, which was a, a North uh, Metro cable station. Mm-hmm. They were wonderful. And so, you know, Paul Masich and, Joanne mm. Parker and all, you know, um, James did one, James Loney did one. Yep. And, and so it was nice. So they did a 20 minute performance. People could donate to them, uh, support them. And it went through the 30 days and 30 days foundation would write a hundred percent of what was raised during that 20 minutes performance to the artists. And so for some of those groups, they, they did quite well for, for 20 minutes. People were loved the music, but then, you know, it, that was done. And, 
there was a possibility, you know, crooners and Fridley was starting to do some driving things, but they needed some city issues. And I had produced an event in Burnsville last year called Art and All That Art and All That Jazz, which was a big outdoor concert event. And Dan Gustafson, who's on the city council, who used to own many clubs, big supporter of live music. Him and I started talking about, well, maybe we can do something in Burnsville similar to what Crooners was doing, just make it a little bit different with LED screens and in a parking lot, not connected to a restaurant. So we did five uh, consecutive Fridays of that idea. We had two bands per day, five o'clock and seven thirty, And it went incredibly well that they were burning hot evenings, but we had no rainouts. And what was really, I think so surprising was it was great for the bands to perform. There's no doubt about that. But the the reaction from the audience was so palpable. It was so reciprocal. It was like, you guys need this. We need this. And, you know, when we would walk around and thank people for coming, they would just, God, thank you so mm. much for doing this. Thank you so much. You know, we, it was great. And, and you know, you know the, the name Relief, it literally, it provides relief during all of the stuff that's happening to everybody at least for an hour, 75 minutes, you can just kind of be listening to music again. For a lot of people, music is, is like part of their spirituality. It is for me. I know it is yeah. for Brian. It's mm-hmm. like it, it's, it's, it, and when that chunk of you is missing, yeah, you're just not right. No. You know, you're just not whole and not okay. No, I, I think. And so we, so after about the second week, I thought, well, nobody's doing anything. I think I remember before they officially announced the state fair closing, but there was no way they were going to open. Right. And I thought, well, why don't we do it here? But this setup is great. We've got LED screen, outdoor stage, great sound. People are digging it. We've, we've created the machine. Why don't we just stick around here for 12 days? And so that was, so this 12-day festival has taken about three weeks to put together. And, and that's how it started. That's how this, the Relief Session Summer Concert Series for 12 days began. Well, and so let's talk a little bit, because I think there's probably still people, myself among them, do I want to go back into the turf club right now in the era where COVID is still very prevalent? Absolutely not. But even some of this outdoor stuff you hear about, you're like, well, I don't know, it's a lot of people, but you have gone to great lengths to make sure that this is very safely socially distanced, yeah. and it's surprisingly affordable for how much music you're going to get. I mean, the, the the lineup is, first of all, ridiculous over 12 days. The Suburbs, Chris Hockey Band, Flamin' mm. O's, Stealing Dan, GB Layton, many, many, many many others over the course of 12 days. Yep. But just to talk about some of the mechanics, it's in Burnsville. It's at Civic Center Parkway. Basically, we're talking about a giant parking lot and people come in and when you pay for your spot, you're getting a parking space and essentially the parking space next to it so that you're right. going to have an empty space on either side for proper social distancing. Right. And what's, what's unique about this is that so you park your car, there is the empty space. So if you sit in that empty space, you're easily more than six feet away from the next person sitting next to you. Mm -hmm. But there's also a a vehicle that's blocking you from those people. So it it really takes care of that, of that concern. Okay. And you know, people wear masks. Some people don't, you know, but everybody's outside. I'm not the governor. I can't enforce this kind of thing and nor do I want to. It's outside. People can do whatever they want to do. But we found from the first five weeks of doing this is that people are very respectful of of spacing and distancing and things like that, and I think that will just be the case for the twelve days too. One of the the other things too, which I think is interesting, is that we'll have food trucks there. We'll have about four or five food trucks, mm-hmm. but people will call their orders in from their phone or their empty parking space. They'll pay for it over the phone. Their food will be delivered to their space. Wow! So, so smart. there's there's no there's no food lines. Yeah, because you know it, it all it takes is one misconstrued photo right to completely screw the entire thing exactly and i don't want that i think it's really bad not just for me but just for the entire concept to have some something misconstrued and then the whole thing blows up so it just i'm trying just to go what can we take away from you know Mm -hmm. from the takeaway to limit that possibility and i think that the delivery of the food i think it's fun you know people can have a qr code um, the bands will be able to be tipped by QR codes for oh, people. Oh, nice! So you know, I just I want it to be a really great experience for the bands and for the people, and make it basically what they've been doing for the last four months 
in the parking lot. Really well thought out. Yeah. It, it, well, this is great. And it goes on for 12 days. And yep. did I read correctly that now there are two LED screens? Yep. There's an LED screen on either side of the stage. And it looks incredible. So I, I'm, it's not a huge parking lot to begin with. Right. So, But now with the two LED screens, there really are no bad seats. And so it's just, beautiful. So it costs, does it cost, did I read that right? $20 per car? Nope, twenty dollars per person. Per person, that's in what I car. thought. But you can bring multiple people in each car, right? So you, we have with the parking space and the empty parking space, we're thinking you can do six people per car and empty parking space. And people can show up on motorcycles if they want. They can show up on bicycles. They can they come can on show up foot on anything if they want as long to. as there's six people in those two parking spaces. Okay. Um, but we have, you know, there's there's a two hundred and fifty person capacity, right, per show. So we have to, you know, abide by that. Okay. So that we're not selling any more than 250 tickets. Right. Like the suburbs, I think they're basically sold out. Okay. So well, as you mentioned, we could probably expect. sell a thousand tickets to them. Now, but I can, I can stop it. I can only do 250. That's it. So the music runs from noon until 8:45 each of the 12 days, beginning this Thursday, the 20, uh, the or next ne- Thursday, yep. next yep. Thursday, the 27th, yep. uh, all the way through Labor Day. And did I also read correctly? Because I don't want to misquote, but the the noon to five situation that the music is free. It is okay, and so people can just show up, or do they still need to reserve a space? Nope, they can just show up. There's really no tickets for it. We'll okay. have to abide by you know as many, as many parking spaces as we have in the 250. So I don't think that's going to be an issue, although it would be nice if it is. Right. If people, if there's a line to get in, but I'm assuming it, it's not the state fair. You know, people make, they're not going to put the same parameters of, well, can I leave my work to go to, you know, to this thing as right. they would the state fair. It's just, it's just too ingrained. So when, when it comes to the changeover time from the free time to when you paid, like, do people have a numbered spot? Like, or do they have a specific spot that they're getting when they get there? Like when they show up in their vehicle or on their no, motorcycle? It's, it's all general admission. Okay. Whenever they show up, that's, you know, we'll just put them in the closest parking space to the stage. Right. At around four o'clock, we'll ask the people that have paid for free and mm-hmm. that came in for free that they need to leave because the paid yeah. people are coming and then we'll be able to easily do that. And, you know, we did that for five weeks with the other shows. They were both paid, but we did a five o'clock show and a seven thirty show. Right. And people were fine. Okay. You know, it, it, I think everyone is just so unbelievably appreciative mm. that something is happening that they've been incredibly workable. They've been great. Everybody's been great. You can go to thereliefsessions.com. That's where I am right now. And all the details on the event, the performances, information on tickets and sponsors, frequently asked questions because there's always questions like, can I bring a netted tent just in case the bugs get bad? Right. And things like that. All that stuff is answered there. But I'm taking a look at the lineup and beginning at noon every single day. Well, let's just take day one, for example. Tommy Bentz Band, who I've seen a half dozen times, and they're great fantastic. Band. Tommy Bentz is amazing. Lisa Wenger and her mean, mean, Men I've never seen, but for free from two thirty to three forty-five. Then at five o'clock, the paid part starts. Aretha, Soul of a Queen, featuring Ginger Commodore and Debbie Duncan. Uh, and then at seven thirty, the Root City Band with Alex Rossi. And that's just one of the twelve days of music yeah. that you have there. It's really diverse. And, I, I really, I was very, very. Um, I wanted to make sure that this thing did reflect in some way of the State Fair, where the, the kind of broad range mm-hmm. of music styles that you can experience there. But I think for a community event. For the city of Burnsville, it was important, too. It just can't be one genre. That makes no sense. The city doesn't have one genre. Well, if you go to the state fair, they don't have one genre. I mean, it's all over the map. And I I love all kinds of music, so I love being able to present these shows. Yeah, and I'm just looking. New Primitives are going to be there. D.B. Layton's going to be there. Uh, You're going to be performing with a couple of different groups and a couple of different setups throughout the week. Yeah, I've got three free shows that I'm doing during during the event. I'm doing a 5 o'clock Van Morrison show. On one of the dates, so it's great. The thought of ending August and beginning September and heading into Labor Day with live music is actually making me a little giddy right now uh, <laughs> because this has been, yeah. in, in more than one way, sort of a grueling summer. And the thought about getting outside and sort of the, even if you're not, I got to be honest, there's part of this that really appeals to me. And that part is not necessarily on a hot August day, uh, not really wanting st- to stand shoulder to sweaty shoulder with a bunch of other people yeah. having a little social distance. Yes. But again, you'll have enough people there that you'll have that critical mass that at the end of a song, you're going to hear the applause throughout the entire, you know, throughout the entire parking lot. It, it is. And you know, with those LED screens, it looks and sounds amazing in there. And I, I, I think what we're doing right now, I, I, I don't think live music has been ever been more important than it is right now. I could not agree with you I, more. I, I, I didn't Agreed. think that was the case until we started performing again. And I went, 
this means something. This is way more than just music. It's, it's a thing that has to happen in a live setting, in whatever parameters we need to make it work. Mm-hmm. It, this has to work. We it, can't not do this. This is not good. I, I think I think it's I think it's the old adage of you don't know what you've got until it's gone. And exactly. You, you don't, I mean, you know, sometimes time apart makes time together more special, and it yeah. does. But also, like you need, it, especially if it's part of who you are. And think about all the people that have come to see you over the years. The people who cram all the clubs mm-hmm. in in this amazing city of ours. Yeah. You know, going without it, it largely. And so there have been a few opportunities here and there, but here we've got 12 days in a row of excellent music. Go to thereliefsessions.com or if you head over to mixsterlingpresents.com, you'll be able to find links from there as well. Yep. This is to benefit the 30 Days Foundation and it's a chance to get out and benefit yourself with some live well, music. Let me, let me just clarify that because we are doing, you know, there's there's Bayfront Collectors Club CDs and I, I'm releasing a, a, a 15 song Lamont Cranston um, disc that that is specifically for the Thirty Days Foundation. Ah, gotcha. So, wow, okay. so so the fun. So, when people buy tickets to their show, this is how the band is being paid. It's, there's no guarantee to the band. It is completely dependent on ticket sales for that band. Mm-hmm. That's how that band gets paid. And for a lot of these bands, this might be the only check they make all year. Right. This might mm-hmm. be the only show that they actually do all year. So, but the fundraising part of it is between those forty eight shows. There's four CDs that we will raise funds for to benefit the 30 Days Foundation. And my commitment from the 30 Days Foundation is we're going to donate 33% from the CDs raised to Good in the Hood, which is an amazing organization, and also 33% to Loaves and Fishes. So we have 12 days of fundraising through those CD sales, but the ticket sales are going to the bands. Well, and I think that's important because much like uh, local venues, the local restaurants, local bike shops, whatever the case may be, right now their margins weren't very big to begin with and they're going through a tough time. I and can't even imagine. You, as a, 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 your entire adulthood, you've been a working musician. I know the margins aren't huge there either. And so for bands or people who are trying to make it with their music, right now is also an impossibly challenging time. So I'm glad that the bands are getting paid because as you said, there haven't been many opportunities this year and it no. might be a minute before we get more more opportunities. Yeah, I think it's going to be a long minute. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I agree too. I, I'm optimistic, but I'm also realistic, yes. and mm-hmm. I don't see anything happening for a long time. I couldn't in I, any I, in any normal form. Sadly, I think you're right. Hey, before we say goodbye to Mick Sterling, let's go ahead and hear another a song of yours, and okay. I'd like you Thanks. to uh, just tell me about this song. It's called "Someone's Waiting for Me at Home." Yeah, I, another song that I wrote with Kevin on New Year's Eve. Brought in the lyrics, and and uh, I just remember that drive home going. I think we just wrote two amazing songs, and these two are really two of my, you know, top ten favorites uh, that I've done throughout my my career. That I just think they 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 felt real good to me when we got done with them. Mick Sterling on the Brian Oak Show.
got time to realize things are exactly as they seem. What happened to the fire that burned my searching heart? Did I come to my senses? Did I slowly tear it all apart? There's a place between pleasure and pain. Even if fortune is smiling, along will come shame. As I drive round the sturdy town. Mick Sterling here on The Brian Oak Show. I want to thank AudioQuip real quick for providing us with some wonderful equipment for the Smart Start MN studio here in South Minneapolis. AudioQuip, another one of those organizations disproportionately impacted by the strange, unusual world we find ourselves living in right now. What do they do at AudioQuip? Well, they rent equipment out to people who are live musicians or performers, possibly wedding DJs, maybe doing a TED Talk. Hey, maybe we could set up. Maybe we could set up a TED Talk down by Lake Hiawatha. Really inspire some people. People love a good TED Talk. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's a wedding band does the TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and that's the whole thing is that this is what they do. So they are also in the crunch right now. So if you should find yourself in need of good professional quality audio equipment, AudioQuip.com, and say hi to Nate and all our good friends over there. And again, thanks to them for sticking with us through terrible times, and to all of our sponsors smart start mn we want to thank busters on 28th sean thank you very much and thanks to mick sterling for coming by so again a quick reminder mick sterling and the 30 days foundation bring you the relief session summer concert series it kicks off in just over a week thursday august 27th four shows every single day for 12 days down in burnsville and even if you don't get to park right up next to the stage two giant led screens now and you get to enjoy the music so you'll be able to see and hear everything perfectly yes you will safely socially distanced an incredible lineup so you can go to the relief sessions.com and there you get all the event info frequently asked questions because you know for people who haven't gone out to see live music in a while or have never done one of these sort of essentially car shows yeah they probably got a lot of questions so luckily they can be answered right there at the relief sessions.com yeah and there's some art vendors that are going to be there too so you know people can get out of their car walk around a little bit and you know so you don't need to be in your car in your spot you can move around a little bit and just kind of hang out but uh, yeah it's 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 a great experience. People really, really enjoy it, and I think I think they'll they'll be surprised how much they need it. 
Yeah. Well, I I can tell you already. I'm not there, and yeah. I can tell you right now how badly <laughs> yeah. I need yeah. it. Yeah. And, I, and I know that the performers feel the same way. Absolutely. So get a full look at the rundown of who's playing, which days. Remember, the first half of the day, absolutely free if you want to swing by and check it out. And then you're like, oh, this is solid. I would like to go to this. And then you can buy tickets for other evenings or maybe even that evening if tickets remain. All events are free until 5 p.m., except where noted on the full daily schedule. So, again, the ReliefSessions.com for everything. Ah, oh, here's to COVID wrapping up sooner rather than later. But like Mick, I remain cautiously optimistic. I think it's going to be a while before yeah. we get to be back indoors. And I don't know. I don't want to be glasses half empty guy, but the colder weather will be coming before we know it. And that means this kind of thing will come grinding to a halt unless you're one of those uh, real. Not unless. Uh, no, it will do. We'll do some in the fall. Really? We could do some in the winter, too. You really? Could. Yeah. Going to be able to keep those guitars tuned up in the 20 below? <laughs> they invented heaters. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it, 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 I've, I've done it before at the, at the, oh, yeah. you know, the old Metrodome. It can work. You okay. know, you guys, we did it for the state for, um, for the Super Bowl. Okay. It, it, it can work. Oh, and it was you know, cold during the yeah, Super Bowl. It can work. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I like your positivity, yeah. Mick. Thank you for coming in today. Oh, guys, thanks so much. Great, I appreciate great it very to much. You. Thank you. Absolutely. MickSterlingPresents.com or TheReleaseSessions.com to get more details. And we're going to wrap things up on episode 83 of The Brian Oak Show with another legendary Minnesota band who will be headlining one of the nights of The Relief They're Sessions. They're closing it. They're closing the, the whole thing. This is The final That's thing it. on That's Labor Day. One, yeah. All right. Well, and tickets are very close to sold out. So if you want to go and see this band... To this day, Mick, this remains the band that I've seen live, having grown up here. I've seen this band live more than any other band on planet Earth. I grew up seeing them at every family fun fair, every all-ages show there was, and then well into adulthood. And they're one of my all-time favorites. I love them in the band to a person, and I love their music so deeply. We're going to wrap things up the way that the Summer Concert Series is going to wrap up. Here's the Suburbs on The Brian Oak Show.
Love is 